on this week's show paramount star trek movies are in a weird quantum state of are they existing or are they not existing we'll have to have a look and that's the correct use of the word quantum fuckwits <laughs> jurassic park comes back with sam neil as alan grant and that's enough for me and then we talk about the most ADHD TV show on television starring not Rick and Morty, not Rimmer and Lister, but some people in the lower decks. Shit. <laughs> anyway, stay tuned. Or hell, Tinky. I'm finishing. Boys and girls, gamers and geeks alike, it's this week's show, um, the podcast, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Um, and on the show, as always, I've got uh, Nige Keith. It's not much to say, really. It's such a disappointment to, to me <laughs> and the mum. You know, one so my mum tells to, me. One was supposed to go to university, and the other one was supposed to become a sailor. And it's not the way you think, Keith. I was meant to go to university. <laughs> It should have been Rear Admiral by now. The thing is, he, Keith kept eating all the lemons. Eating all the lemons. I know what he's getting at. <laughs> My wife. Hey? I know what hey? you're getting at. That was good. That was fun. <laughs> Stop giving you that. I'm here all week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm prematurely pressed. Um, yes, we're back. Hopefully, that's things sort will... of an in joke. Yeah, hopefully, I'm not going to crash out. I think my browser. I think it's my browser because um, I, I I can't stream. I can't do fuck all on my machine. So it's I don't know what's going on. I can use Final Cut Pro and edit on that, and I can use Audition and edit on that. But when it comes to anything that's browser based or internet based, it just seems fucked. Uh, and on that note, I don't know if it's Virgin. I've not had any okay. joy with it, really. Seriously, Keith and I were trying to stream yesterday, and I just spent the afternoon playing around the settings. Um, yeah, I saw I saw you were doing grounded, but it was a bit jerky. Tried and, and to do jerky is an understatement. It looked like a, a complicated flick book. Um, okay, so we've got some stories. You got killed by a spider. <laughs> yes, you got killed by a spider twice, I think. Um, Keith crapped himself, actually. Well, he sounded like he crapped himself. I don't know yeah, why. Don't I was on playing. Don't do spiders. Do not do spiders. Okay. Um. So let's uh, let's have a let's have a chat about a few things. So we've got some Star Trek movie news. We've got some Jurassic World mo- movie news. Um. There's a trailer raised by wolves, which I haven't seen. Nor is Nige. So we're gonna have a look through that. Uh, Keith recommended it. Mm. Um. It the looks, Expanse is. is Expanse news. Um, it's something to do with Nintendo because I can't read it quite well on the screen. Uh, Sony clarifies PS4 accessory stuff, and Apple and Xbox X Cloud streaming. Um, and then we're going to review lower decks. Mean Keith, uh, Nige. There's no spoilers. I'm afraid it's crap. <laughs> I think it's crap in a different way, though. I bet you, I, I think it's crap, but in a different way to Keith. So you're going to be hearing it's crap. 
from two different perspectives. <laughs> so let's start with the first one, which is... Da, 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 da. This is Star Trek movie news. So my browser's not... This is a problem. I, don't know, I can't scroll up. There we go. I think I think my machine might be dying. Uh, Star Trek franchise is getting a shake up as Paramount plans its next movie. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is an interesting one because from what I've heard, uh, due to investor problems and stuff like this, um, they're not they're not going to be any movies. But according to the story, we've got uh, rumours that there are three ideas for Star Trek movies uh, that have been considered by Paramount. Uh, there's one from Noah Hawley, which is the guy who did the Legion TV series. Um, it involves screwing around the Kelvin timeline. There's the Quentin Tarantino one. Uh, and then there's uh, apparently an original concept for Star Trek Four with Kirk's Fiverr still in the running. Okay, sorry, I thought it was in ruining. Uh, the studio is said to be making its mind up in the next few weeks and seeing what its options are. Right. So let's start off with the Quentin Tarantino one. The Quentin Tarantino one... Um, I've heard from Midnight's Edge is as dead as a fucking dodo and trying to get hold of Quentin Tarantino considering he's saying he's going to make one more movie before retiring might, how can I put it, um, might not happen because of that reason. Now, if he wrote, if he says, if they said that he was writing it or producing it but not directing it, then I'd probably believe it a bit more. That's what this but, article claims. That's the only thing. It says it was that one of the people that was behind the Revlant, who's um, what was that movie on ice with the um? Oh, I've forgotten his name. I've forgotten his name. Blades of Glory. The one. No, it was an, an ice. <laughs> um, an ice. An ice. An ice movie with uh, uh Leo Denard. Leo Denard. The, the Leo, Revenant. Yes. It wasn't on ice. Right. It was in snow. He got attacked by a bear. Oh, That's right, the right, Revenant. Right, right. But the guy. Right. The Revelant. I can't. I, I can't pronounce it properly. Revenant. The guy behind that movie is apparently was apparently going to direct a movie based on a Quentin Tarantino idea, which is apparently gangsters in space. That's what that was claiming. But as you said, okay. in Midnight Inch, they said Quentin Tarantino was definitely not doing it. But this article claims, as do several others, that this L. Smith fella. Um, is the guy behind that idea, but it's based upon t uh, Quentin Tarantino's idea. Okay. All right. So we've got that one there. We've got the now Hawley one. Now, I kind of, if you, Midnight, I was talking to Keith about this. Midnight Edge is, is quoted by newspapers because they kind of they get their rumors good. They're more reliable with their rumors than most. And if they hear something that's spurious, they say it's spurious up front. But when it comes to the Star Trek movies, they said the Star Trek movies are dead because they can't find investors. And now, given our current situation, they're not going to find Chinese investors, which are the only other people who probably do it. Maybe Arabic investors, um, but it—I it, don't think—I don't think there's going to be a Star Trek form film. I think we've got to wait until Kurtzman's Trek dies before we can see another Star Trek film. Plus, I know there's negotiation issues with Chris Pine. Because Chris Pine doesn't want to come back on on regular, and nor does Chris Hemsworth. So the two Chrises are like, kind of, hang on a second. I'm fucking Thor in the biggest uh, of, uh, franchise that's ever existed in movie history, and we've got Chris Pine. <laughs> that sounds really bad. Who says that I should be pay getting paid more than bloody scale? Which is fine. Um, it's. I don't think anything's happening with this. I think what it is is the studios are. Uh, 
uh, are dying at the moment because there's n they can't make any films because of the beer bug and the lockdown in California. The lockdown in California is as bad as it is in, say, Austra Australia, Victoria, um, where they've just gone overboard with it and no one can really do anything. And if you listen to Neurotic's Gary Beekler, um, he 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 is uh, he's not happy because apparently you can you can pay for a blowjob but you can't get a haircut. That's how bad it is. <laughs> it's how fucked up it is in California when it comes to this stuff at the moment. So they can't do any filming, um, and that's where I think the issue is. And what they're doing is they're throwing stuff out there to see if they can maybe get some nibbles. Um, but they've done it before and they've done it already. They've already done it with Noah Hartley. They've already done it with Quentin Tarantino, and there was a third one. Pop Quiz Hotshot, The Kelvin Timeline, was another science fiction writer's idea. Do you know who's, what science fiction writer's idea The Kelvin Timeline was? Um, no, but you're going to tell me, and that's going to remind me of it. Go on. It's JMS. Yes. Yes. Because he no, was asked no, to write the new Star Trek thing, and he turns around and says, look, um, I want to do other things in it. It'd be good if we just put it in another timeline. And then we can then explore stuff that way without screwing up the original I, I, as a reboot. I put this story in here because it was it was on three different sites. But it's funny what you're saying is because on independent sites, each one, there was a story around about the same time as this was posted claiming that one of those three was dead. And a number of sites, so, and all three of them were claimed to be dead. So... Uh, whether this is true or not is is a kettle of fish. If I'm absolutely honest, I kind of like the idea of Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek film, even if it's not him doing it, but an idea based upon him. Noah, well, uh, no, I would have liked to have seen Noah What's His Face's movie because I think that would have been equally as off the wall, batshit crazy because he's the guy behind um, that X Men thing recently. Legion. Legion. Um, and Star Trek Four has been alive and dead so many fucking times. It's not true. And whereas, I think regardless of what people might claim, before Star Trek Discovery, there wasn't quite the amount of hatred for Star Trek and J.J. Abraham's Star Trek and bad re reboots Star Trek that there was after Star Trek Discovery. I think Star Trek Discovery kind of had the the last Jedi effect um, of of people going back and going, no, actually, this is crap. I still like the first J.J. Abrahams movie. I don't mind Into Darkness as much as some people do. Um, and I quite like the third one. But that's me. I know why people don't like it. And I respect that they don't like that. But uh, I would much rather have a fucking movie that at least is better. I still think the movies are better than anything Kurtzman has, has had his fingers in. Just no. <laughs> I I I think I think we, you're going to have to wait, run down the clock on this. I don't think yeah. you're going to see anything. I think the 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 bad reboot contract needs to fucking end. Uh, I know that the person in charge of CBS, uh, Sherry Redstone, I think her name is, um, she was pissed because the guy on the way out signed a contract with Kurtzman for all of this junk, and that's kind of hobbled them. And he knew it was going to hobble them. Um, because no one wants to, to, to distribute their stuff. Um, I don't think we're going to get to see Picard Season 2 um, anywhere outside the US because no one's going to want to distribute it. That, that, that oh, you might like be correct it. with. No, because I, like, I thought you were like, going to say... We're, I can't argue. No, I thought you were going to say we're not going to see Picard Season 2. Unfortunately, we are. Oh. Um, but... Uh, 
I think and I believe that Discovery, despite what they're saying, I think Discovery has been canned. Um, because they, there was rumours that they were tearing down the sets, which was funny enough. No, no hang on, by hang on. Do you want to hear something funny? Do you want to hear something funny? Um, apparently, they filmed the whole series. They started editing it all together. They got towards the end. They realised the last three episodes didn't make any sense. They've torn down the sets. They've had to then rebuild the sets and bring them back for filming. How bad is your writing and your production if you have to? If you don't realise from the dailies that it doesn't fucking work? And I'm talking about, because at the end of each day, you're supposed to review all the footage that's been taken and say, that's good, that's good, that needs to be doing. We we know how bad it is because you only have to watch five minutes of that uh, Comic-Con panel to realise how fucking up their own arses these guys really are. I mean, when you actually say, my show is not for promoting my show, it's for it's for promoting my political beliefs then you don't have a show and it doesn't matter because you don't care about the show you care about your beliefs and i'm not going to go into their beliefs because i don't want to get political today because i've had enough of that but um when you state that the quality of your show is not thing you should be focused on producing good entertainment and that's what you should be focused on when you're not focused on that no wonder all this shit happens and yet the but in Hollywood at the moment, you fail up. You fail up. And that's what yeah, Kurtzman's done. If you, if you can fail up... Everyone needs to fail up in Hollywood. I'm in the wrong fucking industry. Everyone, I think we're working in industry where we have to be successful and, and useful in order to get a promotion. <laughs> I mean, again, without going too political, I think... to produce. Fuck me. I think they've got so much shit on each other and they cover up each other's um, misbehaving so much that no one can... No one can be fired. All, all, um, all I can say is that there must be so many dead prostitutes. I think it's. I think it's worse than that. I, well, don't I, say I, that. I, I do. No, don't say that. Um, That's. Just, I and, thought it was as bad as you could get. But okay. Well, you know, I mean, I, I've said this before, and I'll I'll say it again that you know there are people that I know that have worked in acting that were friends of my parents. And they have turned around and said, there were rumours about Rolf Harris for years. People know what goes on well, in this industry. The, and they I, they cover it well, up. If you, well, if you, if you, there's an interview, there's a famous interview with Johnny Rotten where he talks about Jimmy Savile back in 1982. Hmm. And he says, it goes him and little children. Hmm. But he's not allowed to, he even says he's not allowed to talk about it. But he was yep. one of those people who wanted to fucking call his number early, but he wasn't allowed to. Even though he, Every opportunity you have, we would say something. All right, let's let's let's. Oh, cracking. It's not where I wanted yeah. to go with that. I was gonna. Go, I was gonna argue with you about freaking midnight. Midnight's Edge being a more reliable source than um, than Cinema Blend. I uh, think they can be, um, but I do think they get I stuff. Think, wrong. I think they. I think they are because Cinema Blend definitely got it more fucking wrong than. Oh, Cinema than Blend is full of. Um... I, I, I I know that because we've used used to use their stories quite regularly, and then we stopped for a reason. Yeah. So yes, um, sorry, Dave's just put a message in the in the thing about Rolf Harris. Yeah, um, let, let, let's me take too. a moment to acknowledge it's me again, and Dave's live on air. Technically, thanks, Dave. One day we'll figure out how to get bloody stream. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna working on. What does he need? Yeah. A webcam and a microphone. Is that no? Is that he, what needs he needs a new needs, needs an internet service provider, which will allow the traffic to flow out from his computer. Has he not got like 4G on his phone? 
The amount of times that I've had to do this podcast yeah, but on 4G because my internet yeah, but, bumped out. But, he, but remember, remember, Keith, Dave is a struggling author. Okay, so maybe he can't Sorry. afford to have uh, 4G and like infinite, uh, infinite gigabytes. Okay, so we've got. That's a good uh, Sorry, Dave. Yes, and we're going to get some of the more of his books sold the next opportunity we can. So, uh, Jurassic World Dominion might return to site B, which yep. was that, which was the third film site, wasn't it? Second and third. Okay, second and third. When a kid um, got lost. Yes, when a kid got lost. It was previously thought that three movie series would take place on the mainland, but set, uh, but. Set release Comtrero contains a container on site B with site B on it. It looks like it has embryos on it. Okay. Yeah. If, if you um, scroll down, there's a picture in the tweet that if you scroll sorry, down. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to read the notes. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to read the notes. The note page isn't the same as the web page. Oh, okay. Dave's Dave's happy. Um. So yes, teases <laughs> return to uh, Isla Sauna. New picture. Oh yeah. Imagine Slightly. they probably mm. Yeah. Don't the new Jurassic Park dinosaurs or Jurassic World dinosaurs have the same floor that Jurassic Park dinosaurs had? With the Not... um you have to have the enzyme. If you don't have the enzyme Yeah, but then you die off. In the book, um I mean I Dave, Dave will probably explain this, but in the in the first book, by the end of the first book there's evidence that that, that life found a way. Um, because if you read the first book, which Crichton never then went into, because he wrote Lost World with a movie in mind, um, that's why he came up with Site B, and then of course he died after that, unfortunately. But uh, if the original Jurassic Park book heavily hints at the that the dinosaurs escaped to the mainland and are surviving, um, so yes, there was no hint of the enzyme in Jurassic World that I remember. Don't know, Dave? Do you? Because you 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 watch these movies, uh. Do you remember anything about the enzyme in Jurassic World? I don't. And, and as we say today, when we're doing our live streams, you have to remember 30 seconds behind, mate. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he won't spoil the um, ending of the first book for those who haven't read it. I, 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 I just Dave, did, it's Dave. Been like, it's been like <laughs> almost 30 40 years. 30-odd years. years. Yeah. No, it might be... Oh, sure, it was in the... Eight, uh, Jurassic Park was in the 80s. The book was. Yeah, I think it was I after Westworld. Right. But... um. I mean, I'm not spoiling the ending, but even in, except at the end of the book, it's it's an insignificant mention that, that there are there are anim animals that they think believe to be dinosaurs eating crops uh, on the mainland of Costa Rica. Mm. Uh, there's other things that happen, but um, I mean, the book's awesome. I love the original Jurassic World novel. It's a really good book. Lysine contingency. That's what it was called. Yeah. Because they didn't have the ability to produce lysine. And without it, they would have just died. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I just remembered now. Oh yeah, they, I think um, they mentioned that in the film, in the first film. In the first film, they, but they don't do it. In the, I don't didn't hear it in Jurassic they, World. That's no, the problem. Yeah. Yes. No, but that's um, uh, he uh, did mention it. Hammond so so let's, it. let's 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 get right. We had the last film where they released dinosaurs out into the wild, um, and a little girl who's a clone, um, who's actually against. Um, I'm sure is against some convention somewhere being a clone, um. Yeah, this is. I, I don't know what's going on here. I just want to see Sam Neill again. I liked. I like Jurassic Park. I like Jurassic Park three because it had Sam Neill in it. Because I wanted to see Sam Neill. I don't give a shit about Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's all right, <laughs> yeah, but he's more funny. Like kind of sitting there with his shirt off on a thingy going like that. 
than watching Sam Neill fight dinosaurs. The fucking electric cow prod. Say, That's though, it. Je- That's all I want. Jeff Goldblum was the best bloody thing about um, the last four movie. Well, him and what's his face, um, the guy from the boys. Well, I'm useless with names. Why do I always lock up when I'm doing this? Um, who's the guy in the boys that was in Four Ragnarok? Lord of the Rings. What's his face? Carl Urban, the Australian yes, fella. Thank you, Carl Urban. Yeah, was um, Carl Urban he, in the second film? In, he's in Thor, Thor. Thor. No, but is he in Jurassic Park? No, no. I was saying the best thing about how, Thor how? was Jeff Goldblum, and I said, well, actually, Jeff Goldblum and Carl Urban were the best thing about Thor Ragnarok. But but I like Jeff Goldblum, but I I would like to see all three of them back in this film. Um, but there's also been another that I mentioned it last week. There's that little short that Colin Trevorrow released last year, which is set in like a campsite in the middle of the woods somewhere in America where the dinosaurs turn up and try to eat the caravans. Yeah. Okay. Just, dolphins and caravans just, don't go. Dolphins. Dinosaurs dolphins and caravans. Carav- <laughs> dolphins. Sorry. Oh my God. Actually saying that, that's not as bad as last week's film where we, I, I had to show my wife that with the flying sharks because she didn't fucking believe me. Because it was like flying Nazi zombie sharks. And he's like, nah, fuck I've it. Got, no one was dumb enough to do that. I've got Keith, dolphins on wrong. the brain because I've been, I've, I was going to say, I've got dolphins on the brain because I've been reading a sci-fi novel. Or I've, there's a series of books I've been reading. The latest one came out this week. And basically, as it stands at the, this point, in the, the Earth is screwed and is about to be completely obliterated by this alien species, nuked from space. And this alien AI goes to the main character. He goes... Dude, you're so screwed. The dolphins just called and said so long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> I haven't stopped laughing at that line. That is a brilliant line. <laughs> I've heard that somewhere else. That's the... Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. They knew about the impending they knew about the impending destruction of Earth by the whatever they're called, the Vogons, and they uh, decided to fuck off and they did like a triple loop thingy through a, a, a hoop and hit a ball. And they, everyone just thought it was really impressive, but it wasn't. It was the message, so long and thanks for all the fish. If I remember that correctly. Yes, which, you are correct. It's a bit squiffy. Yes. Um, okay, so the next one here is a TV show called Raised by Wolves. Mowgli. My God. <laughs> Raised by Wolves. I like Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott's one of my favourite directors because he did Aliens and Blade Runner and the Hovis commercial. And they're and awesome. Alien. Alien, I took Clement. There's a the, which Hobbes is it the one where he walks up the hill? Is that the Hobbes commercial? Yes, that was his first I, first big thing that he got notes for. I took Lemon, my wife, for for lunch at the top of that hill. There's a really good pub. It's a Young's Brewery pub right at the top of that hill. Literally, at the, t- the you you walk through the pub to go out onto Ho- onto Hobbes Hill, or you run walk down the side of it. Um, but it does a bloody good Sunday lunch. Bloody good Sunday lunch, proper Sunday lunch as well. And uh, I took it there. And now, now everyone great. sort of knows what I was meaning about when he was, uh, you know, on the ship at the start of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come full circle. Yes. Yes, he also did Black Hawk Town, but not as good as Blade Runner. Not as good as Alien. Good, but not as good as them. Those 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 films are just fucking something else. Black Hawk Down's a good film. 
I think he returned to form with the Martian. Uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy the Martian, although the book is better. The one thing I don't like about the Martian movie is the ending. The ending in the book is way uh, uh, better. All right, so this 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 is one of yours, your your thing. So yeah, is this a trailer for it here? Yes. It's HBO Max, which has got me worried immediately. <laughs> I know that it's. But just watch the trailer. So, so where are the wolves? I'm a bit disappointed. I I wanted to see some canines. Mm. Um. Uh, go on. Uh, uh, indifferent. I genderless thought... ginger woman raises children on what looks right. like an alien world, but it could be a destroyed Earth. Uh, well, they said the Earth was just destroyed, but it's Ridley Scott, which got me slightly interested. But then he did Prometheus. Oh so, fuck! Yeah. No, I've just realised. Yeah. The androids worked, wiped, wiped everyone off the fucking planet. She's an android, possibly. That's why the the blokes turned around and said, "You're, you she's the big bad wolf." Shit, it's fucking there, right in front, right under she my bloody like nose. An android because of but, um, she got shot and bits were sort of bouncing off her. Yeah. Well, you saw her getting put together. It looked suitably sci-fi-y, which I thought was quite cool. Um, and it's coming from Ridley Scott, so. Like G says, it's HBO Max, so over here in the UK, not too sure if we get to see it. Sky. I don't know. Sky, it... probably. There might be a HBO Sky channel. Atlantic. I think Sky Atlantic get the HBO shit, don't they? They seem to get most of it. Isn't Sky Atlantic basically HBO over in the UK? No, because there's no, there's, there's two types of HBO, mate. Okay. Have you not realised there are two HBOs? And there's two HBO streaming services too. No, they've they're closing down the other one because we 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 lost it. And they're closing. I think I think they're closing down Max. I think they're closing down Max and merging them both. Well, I thought Max is the new one. Max is the new one. We that don't. They launched. We, to be honest, we don't. I think we don't know. Yes, we'll find out, but we don't know yet. Any any news anyway. on a release date for that? Did you see that, Keith? It, it does look like it's worth a watch. I just uh, depends if it's one of these no, really slow. It... I don't know. I don't. I, just I... the thing was, it looked suitably sci-fi, and okay, yes, it had a ginger. I mean, she is a woman, but I, I I know what Gareth is saying. The thing is, right? I was thinking about this today. On paper, right? As geeks, we should be really excited because we've got some mega sci-fi projects coming. The trouble is. You've got Foundation, which isn't is a great set of novels, but it's going to be on Apple TV. You're like, um, and then you've got this, which from Ridley Scott. Every time I see sci-fi from Ridley Scott, it gets my attention. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's had some hits and he's had some misses, as Gareth pointed out at the beginning there. Um, but this this looked it looked interesting. It looked slightly off the wall. Very sci-fi-y, and I thought, okay, it might be good. I thought we'll include it in there, but this being 2020, it might not be, and we do have to take that on board. But it 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 piqued my interest because it just looked a bit weird, and it had Ridley Scott written on it. I thought, Ooh, could be good, could be good, you know. I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. To be honest, it, there's only so much you can get from a trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. true. That that trailer could not might not be representative of of the thing. Yeah. For all we know, all the bits of the kids are flashbacks, and then something's happened, and then uh, that's where the story goes, and we don't know. You bang on the money because Apple did that with For All Mankind, which the trailer looked really good, or the first trailer looked really good. Then we got what was For All Mankind, not so much. 
That's so much. Oh, I, 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 I have to thank Apple TV for exposing um, Oprah Winfrey as a complete fucking racist. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dude, <laughs> the shit coming out of her mouth, it was like you're worth two billion and, and, and you think white people have got privilege. Um, I don't think you've got, I don't think you've got fucking This is coming from one of the biggest millionaires in America who, yeah, shut up, Oprah. Fuck off, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> They're amongst us. Right now. <laughs> anyway. Truth is out um, there. Truth is out there. Um, okay, ah! so apparently The Expanse has been renewed for a sixth season. But that's not the question, because I knew it was going to get renewed for a sixth season. Um, and if they're doing sixth season, you're going to get um, six, seven, and eight. And then it. Fin- I think that's where it finishes. Because they put two seasons of a book into one season so yes we're gonna have the time jump i'm assuming we're gonna have the time jump for season six because you read the books yeah yeah i said i said that because there's been it's been over a year since they've been shooting nearly because they they pretty much filmed season four and five back to back um so I, i thought that that doesn't always stand good you know well um because, um, you know, they uh, when they tend to do these sort of like back-to-back seasons, they're usually finishing off like uh, Marvel's um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did, because that was filmed over a year mm. ago. And we get the final episode this week, or yeah, Sunday, so this, this week coming. Um, and uh, they did the same pretty much with The Expanse. So I was kind of hoping they would get a sixth season, but I think they were hedging their bets a bit. But yes, it looks. I mean, that fucking opening episode of the season four, just such beautiful filming and and the music and everything. It was, I fucking love the expanse. Um, uh, the, uh, the thing is that it has got uh, the last book was very Vag Power, and I know it's. Uh, and I, I love saying that term Vag Power um, because they there was one there's one character in the bad guy, the new bad guy is this guy called Winston Duarte, yeah. And Winston Duarte has modified himself with proto-tech, proto-molecule stuff. Yeah, so he's barely human. He doesn't sleep. Um, he's, he's slightly odd-looking. And they they shelved him for the entire book. Uh, and, they, spoiler warning, they kill off Avasarolite in between, which pissed me right off. Um, Naomi becomes the hero at the end, which I haven't really got that much of a problem with it. Bobby goes out like a fucking boss, um, but it focuses on them. Uh, and I wanted to know about uh, and and Timothy who gets shot. I'm rubbing my nose because people know when I say Timothy gets shot through the fucking head. Which one's um, Timothy? Have I seen uh, season four? Is he? He's, he's not dropping a spoiler. He's not dropping. Not dropping a spoiler. spoiler if you don't know who Timothy is. Because this is when about figure three, out who Timothy is. This is about three or four seasons ahead of what's on TV. Oh right, yes. He's, he's um, talking about. Yeah, we're about three or four seasons. He's old. He's an old man at this time because there's a time jump. Um, and he's living, he's... After this season, as Gareth said, after this season, book-wise, there's quite a few time jumps. So we jump. No, there's just one big time jump one massive time jump so you can get the Laconians because it doesn't work without that one time jump. I thought there was a time jump between the, this 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 book no, and no, the because one Holden, about to be Holden, Holden's, Holden's been in prison for a couple of months so that there's no relative time jump between the books. So, okay. um, yeah. But going, going 
going going back to it, um, you've got that Kazan Var. Mm. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 uh, I'm a big fan of due process. So if he's done something wrong, report it to the fucking police, and get over and done with, and let them take care of it because it's their job. And if they don't I... get it right, the judge and lawyers will kick it out. So. I did find this story interesting, and I found it on several other sites as well. Um, but I found it interesting that it's dropped now because um, I thought we would get the resolution of whether he's been fired. Interestingly, the studio hasn't fired him. Now, usually, studios will pull the fucking rug from under you almost immediately. There isn't really, you know, in the past few years, there hasn't really been due process. You've been fired. So the fact that we're what well, especially a month especially into this, if you're a man, but he's he's also. It's weird. I don't fucking consider him a person of colour. For technically he is, isn't he? What? I don't... So, I don't it's never bothered I, me, but... I, consider him, I always considered him a nerd like us. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'm the, sorry. I've, I've never thought about it, to be honest. I it? just thought, he's a cool pilot. No, nor have I until now. Yeah, I really didn't think about it until now when I was, when Keith was like, why haven't they done it? And it's like, I was going through the reasons and I was like, kind of, it's not a woman. It's not gay. Oh, he's not white But it is either. interesting. Oh. It is interesting that he has survived longer than most people that are under investigation for this kind of I'm... shit. Right? Because so... maybe there's, maybe there's nothing I, I to think... it. Well, then, it's because... So I, I, I honestly think this is probably the best way because firing somebody on hearsay without evidence, um, they could have... The person could then, you know, maybe sue for whatever. But actually going through the process, if you hear that, and um, being reported, go through the process, do your investigations, get your evidence together, and go. Look, it's overwhelming, mate. We're firing you. There's, you've got no but, way of coming. Or yeah. they go, we've gone through the evidence, we've double checked it, blah blah blah. There's no evidence against you. Let's keep you. You know, I rather mean, than going bang. It's, it's interesting. It's 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 in it's interesting because of the length of time. Because usually, what happens in these cases is more people come out the word woodwork and the guy's fired. No one else has come out the woodwork. There's been no more stories since the initial story, and that was nearly a month ago. It, uh, the only other case that I can think of where this happened was the guy that ran, used to work for the Nerdist and then ended up on all the Talking Dead and all the other shows that he hosts in the States after... Mm. You know, I can't remember his name, but I saw him live once. Chris, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick went through the same thing. He came back to work because it was proven to be a load of bollocks. And, and the more time that's passing, the more I'm beginning to go... Is this bollocks? Because they've now announced season six without saying anything about Cass Abner. And I just find that the timing all of this interesting. So, you know, maybe just touch word that it is a load of bollocks. The guy's, you know, safe. Um, and we're going to get a sixth season, no problem. Because that's all I care about, to be honest, these days. I just want good entertainment. Um, I just think we should all <laughs> yeah, just um, take it as it is. Innocent until proven guilty, as it should be. Mm. And... Um, if it comes out of the woodwork that they've done their thorough investigation and he has been found guilty, fair enough. Or the other way, found innocent, fair enough. And just crack on with our lives. I don't, you know, they'll probably get someone who looks similar to him uh, and play his character instead. Or they'll kill him off or whatever. But, you know, it is what it is, you know. Like you said... At the moment, you know, he's, he, he's set to survive to the last book. Mm. So it might be yeah, that they so killing him off. You know, don't know which way they'll go. They might decide to stray from the book in mm -hmm. that 
in that way, but that means they haven't got a pilot who can do all this cool shit. The, the one thing I will say, Gareth, the, the TV series has has moved away from the books sometimes, so it might move away from what's happening in the books at the moment. It's merged, it's merged the drummer character together with yes. another character. I can't remember a bloody name because they killed the character off. Because yeah. there's a bit where they have the... Um... Oh, well, yeah, drummer. The, uh, the, the female captain person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they've merged her with two other characters. Uh, no, three characters, that's a lie. Because they've merged her with the original captain of the um, Naboo, which was yes. completely new. But I suppose if you do... But the story remained the same. And it's like kind of, well, we've already got the cast member on board. People are familiar with them. We don't have to introduce them. We don't have to do anything. We don't go through the hassle of casting anyone. It's annoying because the Ashford character, who's one of the best characters, was one of the best characters in it that killed off. And I, I really, really liked him towards the end. I, was, I really yeah. liked him towards the end. But that's what made it a good TV series. Because unlike a lot of these things at the moment where, you know, all these other shows that are woke where the deaths don't mean something, his death I meant something. I think it was because... you felt something. And that's a good TV He, he came in, he, um, from my layman's point of view. He came in... And um, he was sort of somebody's right hand man. Was he uh, not and Anderson Dawes? Was it? Is that the name? Um, yes, Anderson Dawes. And then yes. she's working for the bloke in the other place, and they're sort of at the same sort of level. And he came in with this, you know, big shoulders out, elbows out, like bullshy attitude. And yeah. you're, you're sort of getting your, mm. you don't know which one to sort of root for, really. Eventually, so, I like he, the way they start meshing together and start working together and uh, start appreciating each other because that's how it would be and mm. by the end of it here but, have this drink you deserve it son and he's like for you you know i like that i like that ending it sat it felt amazing mm. like his character i really by the end yeah. of it liked him he, his character is probably my my the most well-rounded in the entire series from start to finish because he's he starts. He starts off yeah. as a pirate. That's what he was. He's got. He's literally got an artificial eye instead of an eye patch. When you look at his face, because he's all burnt down one side, where he's lost. You know, he's clearly been in a fire. Um, so he's got a thingy. He was a pirate. He took control of the ship when they were in uh, in the, the slow zone. What he was doing was he was trying to save everybody. And it's great when he has the conversation with Clarissa Mao and says, "Is it possible for?" the last act of a person to redeem themselves for a lifetime of wrongdoing and she turned and and it's funny because that conversation describes the character brilliantly but also kicks off clarissa to shut the bloody ship down so it saves everyone at the same time so she gets her redemption through him and he also gets his redemption at the same time because he was trying to save everybody he thought it was gonna they thought that the thing was gonna kill everybody i just so it's great he's a great character yeah, I just have to say one thing. I'm glad I'm sitting down because I would have fainted. Nigel has not had a coherent conversation about a show that we love. And not only was it coherent, it was knowledgeable as well. He even got character names right. Nigel, Nigel, well done, mate. It's taken five years, but <laughs> I, well could, done, I could show you my we screen. Just had a geeky conversation. I haven't got it even written up on the screen either. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believed it, Nigel. I believed it. I'm not going to accuse you of it. I genuinely know you like the show. I just think no, it's I, cool. like, I, I did like the way <laughs> yeah. he developed his character because he, he, like you say, he came in as a pirate and he, it, he felt very piety and he it felt like he was going to attempt to take over con overall control and when he actually did 
because she was out of commission. She'd done her back or legs or something. You really yeah, thought that that was it. That, that was stop. him, top dog. She's never coming back. And yeah. he lets her back and does a thing with her and then the mutual respect. I just thought that would be, you know, his character arc the, was... He's a good guy. He wants to be... Yeah. He's done bad things and he wants to make up for it. And and you know there must have been an accident where his kid got killed where you watched the, the footage from the last last season. Um, I, I was a bit... His, um, anyway, his, uh, we his, could talk about the... relationship. His relationship with Drummer is what Yeah, I that was it. And and yes. the journey to re- the journey to redemption. So and yeah, I mean when you first introduced to him, you think he's sinister, you think he's dodgy, um, you think he's not a good guy, but by the end of it, his death in this series is one of the ones that's affected only- me the most. And I think that, that when he says goodbye to Drummer, that, that's so emotional. And when he does mm. die, it's just like Yeah, oh, he's put man. out into the uh, um, atmosphere, but- isn't it? Well not atmosphere. Not atmosphere. Yeah, it was space. He's space. Yeah, I just felt that was uh, oh, space. gutting because it's the person that he was. It was. The worst thing is that the character that that um oh what is his name now? It's Naomi's ex boyfriend. Um, oh, Christ, he's an absolute bastard. Yes, him. He's is he is uh, he's the worst. He's the most annoying, evil character in the entire fucking thing. Oh, the one who's based him, um, Mal. Yes. Yeah, and the he's, actor he, plays him well because the actor's really fucking annoying as well. But I oh, think you want to you deck him. Oh yeah. But saying oh, yeah. that, but I think that's saying the intentional, that, intentional isn't it? He he does get it the worst. Oh, out so of it's going to be satisfying deaths. then. Oh, good. So, oh, dude, just remember, just remember, don't enter the room too quickly, or the room is it, eats is you. Is it going to be what's his face um, level satisfaction from Game of the Thrones? Yeah, King Joffrey. Joffrey. If it's a Joffrey level satisfaction of death. They were all Slow, <laughs> agonising. I don't think anybody's cheered so much when somebody's sitting there wriggling on the floor in agony and dying. And everyone's going, Don't yes! you fucking kid. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not. It's, 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 no, it's not, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be something where a bigger, it's more of a, how can I put a bigger fish? My only, my right. only um, dissatisfaction, but I quite like the character Bobby. Um, I just didn't think there was enough Bobby last season i quite like her being you know but bobby was again bobby was a character that started off as an arsehole and turned into a she really did with abasalavia didn't she um it, yes abasalavia she kind of she kind of pushed her to to doing the right thing because sometimes you want to protect your planet and abasalavia like gets that but sometimes you just need to protect fucking everybody when there's a big enough threat I was and so that's when you work together pushing it because so, she wanted abasalavia wanted bobby to work with her and I was like, "That's a fucking job. Take it." And she See, it. I think. Hang on a second. I've, no, no. In the book, she does. She does work with her. She yeah, does she work does. with her because she has an office job. <laughs> she hates. I she wanted makes her work to, in an office to for go, about yeah, a month. Yeah, I've got yeah. My, yeah, have my job. Like I've got security. It's on my arm. I just wanted there to be her yeah. security. You know. My one criticism. She, she does my, get the razor back though. Talking of Avicella, the, the, the one criticism I have of season four was her husband. They recast him, and I didn't like the actor as much as the first actor that played her husband. The actor came across as gay. Uh, yeah. The second actor was not as good. I did not like how he um, he got upset. Like, you know, it's like the first... When you see the, the, the character in the first thing, he knows exactly what Avicella is like. And, and, and he knows that... She's doing this 
not just for power grab, but that, that she does believe in a greater good. She does believe in power. She likes having power, but she's a complicated character, and that the, the, there is good in her. And in the end, she always does the best thing or what she believes to be right. That's the that's the key saving grace of Avicerla, and the husband really gets that, and he still loves her. This uh, this got this actor that they got to play him in the second one nowhere near conveyed that and he got upset because she did what she's always done before and it was just like i, I was swearing yeah. the screen going fuck she's off a, with him she's a, she's a fucking politician yes. she's the ultimate politician like the i'll be honest with you because yes. you know that they swear no i just thought... I really didn't like that i mean i know nice you don't like the a a actress that plays him but i am i i adore Avicerilla. i love it's her just her, yeah, uh, it's I'm, just her I voice i want her to be my granny it, it's <laughs> only her voice i mean you know what she does and everything like that is cool but it's her voice it just goes through me. whenever i hear I anybody in the world anybody with that voice or that type of voice it just goes straight through me makes me fucking feel sick like physically want to vomit. And that's the, that's the only uh, thing with that. I don't know. It's weird, but um, it is what it is. Oh, but I adore, I adore, I adore her. I think she's, so, I think she's fantastic, a fantastic character, and um, very well conceived I've on, just, um, on screen. And uh, her, her husband. I've, I've just me. had a look, Sorry. and um, Expanse season five should be out near the end of this year. Yeah. Well, it's filmed. But it's yeah, in the can. Just they, sh they should have released it already. But they, it takes a while to edit, Keith. Yeah, no, but it's it, it's it was mostly it, it was mostly done prior to the beer bug, and this and as we know, they can do effects and stuff from home. So um, I think they're holding it off because they're trying to sort of space out what they've got ready. Thank God we got the boys <laughs> season two as well um before before mm. you know that, that that hasn't been too badly I, I, affected i'm by thinking it. That, that that with the expanse they'll do what they do with the boys season two where they'll put three episodes in a row and then do it weekly i think Maybe. the boys if the boys does that and it's successful then they'll do the same with I the like expanse. that idea you can binge the first three which will be great and bad all at the same time well it'd be great because it'll that'll get more people that'll talking about to it. keep up because <laughs> yeah. you can't do a whole series in a weekend no. but you can do <laughs> three episodes in a weekend <laughs> No, I did the entire Umbrella Academy in two days. I'm, I've not been about, so I haven't watched any more than two. Okay, all right, let's move on to our next story, which is Nintendo. Hello, Nintendo. Apparently, you're Brie Larson's most favourite thing ever. Um, so Nintendo have reported a wild 428% surge in profits thanks to lockdown gaming boom. It's not just them. I think I think Sony and Microsoft both have had a, a massive boom too in this because I think I've played more games in the last three months than I did probably all of last year. Seriously, I can list down about I've, I've completed about ten games. Well, usually I do that over the course of like kind of a year. I finally completed Breath of the Wild and I played it right from the start and I can I did all the bloody uh, shrines everything and I got the um, the the green. Um, the original, the OG uh, uh, shirt and uh, hat and trousers. So uh, I've mm. done the whole lot. I just haven't got the um, um, add-on stuff because it's still really fucking expensive. The game's been out for three and a half fucking years. <laughs> I don't it... think the price is going to stay the same, Keith. I think you should just buy it. hold your nose and buy it. Yeah, I oh, know. Just it's just Nintendo never get cheaper. Um, I don't know. I I I've been looking at what the the um. 
the the, the sort of download. I can't remember the note, the proper terminology for it, but the the, the extra stuff DLC, it, the, the DLC. That's it. I don't think it brings too much to the game. Um, I like the original game. I really enjoyed it. I played it for about four weeks. I was obsessed with it and playing it, and it kept me really sort of busy for four weeks. So uh, yes, I know what you mean by what you're saying. Um, cause yeah, completely... it's one of those things. I I I've completed Carrion. This is in the, this is this week. I have completed Carrion, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. No, sorry, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Uncharted One. And I'm sure I've done something else, but like, oh, and and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remastered. I've done four games in one fucking week. I had Rise the week of... off. Okay, fair. So, enough. Yeah, Rise of Tomb Raider is great. I've got it on my PC. I like but, Rise of Tomb Raider. You know, mm. it's better than the first one. I didn't like the first one. I didn't get on with the first one, but the the the, the other one, the second one, I seem to get on with. But so they must mm. have, you know, taken all the sharp edges off. But Nintendo, yeah, made a made a sweet fortune i can completely believe that i have seen nintendo switches proper switches that's the dock dockable switches going for about 350 even though that there are the recommended retail price is about 279 because people are buying them up and scalping them so yeah yeah, it's uh that the animal crossings and super mario brothers apparently has helped them out a lot doing that Um, oh super smash brothers is great fun especially with your mates great fun Really good fun. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, they've made uh, well, cracky a surge of one point four billion US in the mm. April to June period. So that's uh, that's pretty that's fucking a profit uh, as well. nice. It's, uh, yeah, that is a profit. I don't know. I don't know if that's um, it is a profit. Fuck yeah. I, did, I thought it was turnover. No, that's profit. Just wow. for, that, for that time. And that was, and that was. That's just between April and June. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, at least some companies are doing well, well yeah. you know. Um, yeah, and I, I don't mind seeing Nintendo do well because I like Nintendo and I think the Switch is awesome. I love it. I love it. I still do. I, I, I really want to go to Nintendo. I really want to do Nintendo Land in um, Universal in Florida. Desperate to do that. When, so, it, yeah. when it's finished, yeah, I'd like to um, that. Okay, so... That's uh, that's gonna that's gonna be a good one. Uh, so the next one we've got here is uh, PS4. If I press the button right, so I might I need to I need to figure out what's going on with my machine. I think it might be the heat getting to it. Um, so yeah, Nintendo clarify uh, which PS4 accessories will and will not work with PS5. So the DualShock 4 will work with supported PS4 games. So backwards compatibility stuff. It looks like it work. Uh, PS Move. Uh, platinum wireless uh, and gold wireless headsets will work. Uh, officially licensed racing wheels. The camera will work via uh, an adapter, which PSVR uses. Uh, PS4 users get for free. Awesome! So that means my PSVR will work on the PlayStation Five. Yes. That's what the article says. They didn't state what, it what wasn't like. going to work, work with it. We're, we're, we're in a point with the gaming things, yeah, where they can just make shit up. <laughs> <laughs> they can really make shit up uh, in, to, in regards to it. I have to say, though, though I had the PS4 Gold headset for a while, and they were fantastic. They were great traveling headphones as well. They were really comfortable. The only reason I replaced, nice too. 
Yeah, they did. The yeah. only reason I replaced them was because I got the Bose ones, which have the noise cancellation, which when you were flying as much as I was back then, um, uh, they they just made much better sense. But uh, I've only actually ever used those twice because I stopped flying. I wonder why. Um, <laughs> um, since then, I've only ever used the Bose twice on two flights. And one of those flights, I was in business, what? And that was fucking amazing. And I didn't need them because they gave me some. <laughs> Which well, was say, cool. The difference between So the business. Sony, Sony blog website, article taken from, they do mention those same yeah. things. So flight, flight yeah. sticks, official license racing wheels, uh, official... Uh, licensed third-party gamepad controllers will work with supported PS4 games. Uh, Move and PSVR. So it, it looks like the P- it looks like the backwards compatible PS4 stuff will work with yeah. the backwards compatible PS4 stuff. Yeah. See, so but it won't work with the PS5 stuff, which is fine. So you can you use can, your yeah. PS4 controllers yeah, that, for the PS4. Yeah, that's games. essentially it. And um, nice. the PlayStation I'm, I'm... 4 camera will not. Oh no, it will work. Yeah, it will, but with an adapter. Which, if you've got a PSVR, you can ask for and get a free adapter. There you go. So nice. that's not too bad, actually. Um, consider, I would have, I would have expected them um, not to, but that's good. That means that you can use your PS4 stuff that is official with the PS5. In within reason. Yeah. It's all right, Dave. Right, hang on a second. Oh, I'm, uh, I was writing some. I was I writing, writing some comments, but, back, but it might be easy just for... to verbally say it. Dave, Dave, Mario Kart Eight is really good on the Switch. Uh, Zelda, I, f- I fucking love that game. It's it one of my favorite games of all time. I'm not going to lie. Um, Splatoon Two was good, but they've turned off the ser- or they've stopped the sort of events happening. Although I believe the servers are still working, but it takes a while to get a game. Um, Mario, uh, if you're into designing levels, Super Mario Brothers Builder 2 is awesome. Um, uh, as is any Mario game really on there. All the Mario games have been really, really good. Um, but those are the only games I've really got on there. But Zelda will keep you fucking busy for fucking weeks. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but, uh... Breath of the Wild, that game will that that game will keep you busy for weeks. The only reason it only took me four weeks to complete is because I played half of it uh, a few years ago, and then because of stuff, I put it down and never came back to it. I came back to it and was managed to get through most of it again because I remembered it. But a Breath of the Wild will keep you busy for months. It's awesome that game. It's worth the money. And I know you like Zelda because yes. you shout at Nigel and Gareth for playing it a lot, which is very funny. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> Mostly because yes. he forgets um, his thirty seconds. Yeah, beyond. I played Minish Cap, which is <laughs> yes. That's part okay. of the fun of it. Okay, so all right, so let's uh, let's go on to the next story, which is um, Apple's a dick. <laughs> what Apple's really? Dick moves. <laughs> Apple's dick move to block Project X Cloud on iOS devices. Um, Right, so this is how it goes. Um, I I signed up to the Project X Cloud thing because I've got um, Ultimate Games Pass. And I tried it out on my phone. At home, it worked really well, especially with my new router. Um, but Apple is blocking it on their on their iOS device uh, devices. Their arguments are that they cannot vet 
the Xbox games that are on it. So all those games that come through, they can't vet it. And because they can't vet it, then they don't want to allow it. Even though those games probably have to run by the ESRB, which I imagine would be a good option for vetting. So it could be every ESRB game gets can be played on the xCloud. Uh, no, these bastards won't let, let, um, let anyone I... do it. And it really picks, pissed me off because I signed up for the iOS thing so I could play it on my iPad. And I can't play it on my iPad because uh, Apple I addicts. don't think they will get away with blocking it for long. Um, they are getting their asses kicked by developers and everybody at the moment. And no matter, they can only carry on with this arrogant stance at the moment in general. This kind of thing is just going to make them look even worse. I mean, most even customers now are becoming becoming coming around to what developers have been saying their app stores under massive scrutiny at the moment they are going they are getting their asses kicked left right and center i suspect that this is something to do with uh revenue um and it will get resolved because microsoft will probably either pay it or or file file something in court and they they don't want another case they'll come to an agreement i mean it's apple being dicks and they are being massive dicks at the moment they've been charging this 30 percent on on the app store and they're not going to get away with it any much longer and that argument about what they can't control what games on it bullshit you, okay you can't control but that when has that ever bothered you before you know you allow fucking video streaming services on there you allow yeah. the youtube app on there it's not like you can fucking control what's going on youtube now is it apple so fuck off with that bullshit. Um, there's something else going on there. They probably got their bit in the pipe about something else, and they're just playing hardball with Microsoft. But it, they are dicks. I agree with you completely. They, they, they are because I was looking. For, I was looking forward. The idea of playing it on my iPad was better because having a 1080p screen crushed down into your into your little telephone mm. thing, it, it, the streaming worked, but the, the being able to see what buttons or what alerts were coming up didn't. Um, I think. I don't think this is. I I don't think the X Cloud thing is going to take off as much as I think it is. Yeah, but it is the first footstep towards streaming games, and they'll use it to figure out how to improve things later on. So yep. it'll be interesting, and I, I like the idea. If, if I get bored, I can. I can have a quick go on something. But, I, I mean, I saw um, this story earlier on in the week and I had exact, not quite the same reaction to you because I hadn't signed up to it, but I did think, oh, you dicks. <laughs> I mean, something like Xbox. It's not like it's, you know, that argument, oh, we can't control what's going on. Oh, fuck off. It's Microsoft. They're not going to put fucking porn on there. I mean, you know, you can't argue, oh, we're protecting our customers. No, you're not. That's bullshit. That We're argument might apply to certain... Yeah, exactly. That argument might apply to certain things, but you want the richest fucking company in the world every other day. You, you know, do do the world a favor and just that, just fuck off, Apple. Stop behaving like a bunch of evil overlords because it ain't gonna think, get you. Anywhere. I think it's a case of being a dick, just for the case of being a dick. Um. Oh, oh no, yeah. It's... Yeah, this is Apple we're talking about. Oh no! I think it's protecting their revenues. It's they're not being dicks for be for the sake of being dicks. They're being dicks to protect their revenue stream. So that 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 that's the thing about it. But it's not like they need to protect their revenue stream. They're the or the second richest because they they switch between the. They're like the richest fucking company in the world. They got like fucking trillion dollars. Well, their, their, their statement, Apple's statement, says um, gaming services can absolutely launch on the App Store as long as they follow the same set of guidelines applicable to all developers. That includes 
submitted game submitting games individually for review and appearing in charts and search. Um, but, but obviously that's not how Game Pass works. But then this is not a game. This is not. This is not how game. This is. This is not. That's not gaming. Service. It's not gaming apps. No. It's gaming yeah. streaming, which are two different they, things. They, and they, if, sorry, not to have a go at you. Not that you're the Apple representative, no. Nigel. No, I'm not far <laughs> from it. To be fair, it's, um, it's the person representing Apple here on this. Yeah. Um, Apple, so Microsoft. Um, so uh, Microsoft yeah. said. The, um, God, no, sorry. Yeah, they put out a little little statement um they said that unfortunately we do not have a path to bring our vision to cloud game with xbox game pass ultimate to games on ios via the apple uh, app store um yeah like you mentioned the esrb um it suggests apple should not need to check each game again because it's already been done by then um and then they said apple yes. consistently yeah. treats gaming apps differently applying more lenient rules to non-gaming apps, even when they include interactive con content. So they're applying this purely because it's Microsoft. I'm no, I'm not a Microsoft fanboy for fucking anything. But if Apple are inconsistent, are consistently tre treating people inconsistently, at least they're consistent in something. I mean, it's yeah. it's the their, their rule is absolutely yeah. bullshit because it, they're applying the same rule. That, I mean, Netflix offers two that I know of now interactive uh, content. They're not vetting that. You've got the no, there's um, loads more. No, they've got Minecraft two. Story Mode. Oh, is that there's good? that's interactive. That's exactly the same as you you get. Uh, there's another one. Um, they're like kids, little kids games. These ones. Okay. Well, but I'm talking uh, and, about and then yes. there's the Bandersnatch thing too. Yeah. Well, there's Bandersnatch, and now there's a Kimmy Smith thing. I I, I saw that's what, interactive Netflix? as well. Um, oh, but, they've, on, they've yes, also got the Bear Grylls coming. thing. Um, there was a trailer. It popped up they on got my Bear Grylls the other day. But Netflix is offering. Thing. Oh, okay. Well, then, there you go. That's interactive content. You're not vetting that. It's bullshit. Apple have been dicks. They are being dicks, and they've been dicks with this app store, and they can't carry on. The arrogance of this company that they can carry on on this because they've got all this money. You're not. You're not because they're coming for you. You know, and and that you can say what you like about Orange Man, but he kind of carries carries through with what he says, and he's coming for you. And don't think you're going to get away with it because you're not. All right. There's, there's quite a few. There's, there's, I think there's 11 interactive wow. titles on Netflix. Far more than I thought. There you go. I was only aware of two of them, so thank you. You've opened my right, eyes. Right, so we've got Puss in Boots trapped in Epic... Uh, um, Damn, I in Boots, I was going somewhere trapped else. Trapped in an epic, epic tale. Uh, Buddy Thunderstruck, <laughs> uh, Maybe Pile. That sounds really odd. Stretch Armstrong, The Breakout. Minecraft Story Mode. Black Mirror Band of Snatch. That's it. You versus the Wild. That's you versus Brown. that was the one, and there's another, um, and and that's really odd because um, the results gave me a bigger impression than what was there. See, all seven. So there's seven. Sorry, I made a mistake. There were seven of them, but you know, it's uh, it's still interactive content, and Minecraft Story Mode is a game that you can buy. So yeah. I, don't know I think it's going to be all down to the thirty uh, percent yeah, fee that they charge all developers, but then. If um, they, uh, if Microsoft are giving this app for free, 
and you're paying Microsoft ten ninety nine mm. a month or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I wish they would turn around and said that because look like it looks like this. Yeah, using our app store, using our equipment, we ain't getting any money out of it. We don't like it. I would have gone all right. Yeah, but they've done, they've That's put out fair. this ridiculous <laughs> statement trying to make it seem like it's nothing about money, but it it clearly yeah. is. Okay, all right. Let's move on to let's move on to the review section. Right, you let's, need that. Uh, oh yeah. Um. Oh god, yeah. We haven't got there yet. God, we're still on the news. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm just going to put up pictures of Nebula class ships from Star Trek because if I put up any NBC stuff, chances that we'll we'll, we'll get a copyright strike because we have, and I've had to go in and remove the um, lower decks content. So we haven't spoke about this before. If you've watched on YouTube. Um, and it's been removed. So, yeah. So we're just going to put in regular Star Trek stuff. Actually, I think this is fan art. Hopefully this is fan art. So um, there'll be a guess. nice great. Yeah, but CBS don't care. They take down their own fucking stream. So, you know, a bunch of incompetent True. morons. Um, so, um, yeah, no, Lower Decks is shit. <laughs> That's my review. Okay. It's shit. Right, I got right. through about 10 minutes of it, and then I just thought this is rubbish. It's not funny. It's not clever. Um, It looks... A bit like Star Trek. It's got Star Trek aesthetics. It's got like you know Star Trek the next thing, but it's it's blatantly trying to rip off next gen. They made the whole opening credits look like the next gen. It, it's crossed over like... with Voyager. They well, even put the flying through the nebula. They're flying yeah, through okay, like the nebula. So, but I'm talking about like all the the, the graphics. So the graphics, like the the, the you know created the by logos, Gmail, and, yeah, yeah, and all, the, all yeah. that was was next generation. So they're trying That's to get the, people. Right, hang on a second. It's member berries. That's, that's the bit I liked. I'm gonna yeah, be of course you do. Because you. you like the next gen. So, you know, it's like, oh, it's member berries. Remember Star Trek Next Generation? Remember Star Trek Next Generation? Remember? It's fucking literally screaming at you. And then it comes in with all this fucking politics and you remember it's Kurtzman Trek. And even the opening credits, <laughs> those first three notes, you get that boom, boom. And you think, oh, it's Star Trek. This might actually be... Then you get a discovery note because it, it purposefully uses a same tone as the Discovery opening thing, and then you remember this is Kurtzman Trek. Okay, it, all right. What, shit. Right. First thing, I could watch it. Well, I well done. You're thing. the I only one that could watch it. I thought it was rubbish, but you like it. I don't, I, I don't think it's as bad. The problem is it's not even remotely good. It's not bad. It's not remotely good. It's just a mess. Yeah? It's not this... Oh, it's not like the most egregious thing that Star Trek has ever seen, given the nature of it. Um, but it just wasn't any good. I watched it and I was like, am I impressed by this? Is this making me laugh? Am I entertained by it? It did feel like I had ADHD. And I haven't got ADHD. But I can imagine what ADHD feels like. <laughs> All right. Um, maybe it feels like just taking a bit too much for caffeine. Um, the main character, the, 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 the I thought they were going to do a Rimmer and Lister sort of thing. Which would have worked better, considering that they are pretty lower decks is pretty much a kind of rumor and lister sort of thing, where you've got the two lowest ranking members of the crew sharing a bunk and being forced to work together, and they have literally followed that pattern. And people kind of forgot that, which kind of pissed me off because I love my, my red dwarf. Yeah, the difference is, rumor's really funny. <laughs> yeah, rumor does things that just make you cringe and laugh and just like. I could just remember the thing where they had a flashback to him as a kid and he's talking to his mum. He goes, why are you talking to me like that? Because it's a bit hard to talk when you're hanging upside down from a twee. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember things like that because that's just funny. I can remember his last words being gazpacho soup. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
because yeah. uh, gazpacho soup is served cold. So uh, lower decks is just uh, it, you could that... you 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 can do something with it. I I admit, but it's it's. I'm it's I'm gonna be unfortunately. I, I I look. This is part of me probably being negative towards Trek, but the you switch it on and within the first two minutes you've got a straight laced white guy following the rules and then the whamming comes in and you know is an obnoxious piece of person and yet that's the, that's the hero no, but that's hang the on, one hold that's on a second but right. they, that's the no, brave but, and stunning but one. hang on a second keith they did they did something good yeah people don't like her her mum and her father do not like her because she's obnoxious that's one step <laughs> up from michael burnham but she, but, but they are, her. but they are Starfleet, and 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 it makes out again that Starfleet bad, Starfleet not good. It makes out everything. If you're get, the thing is right. They, 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 I, I don't know. It, it just doesn't feel create. It feels creatively bankrupt. They're stealing things again. They're taking people's ideas. They have to reference Wrath of Khan at the end. Just say, oh, remember Wrath of Khan wasn't like. It 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 just feels wrong. It feels like a travesty. It feels. This doesn't is not fit to bear the name of Star Trek because of the people behind it, and and but I'll argue the point that it's it's more Star Trek than Picard and more Star Trek than because Discovery. it's got more member berries in it because obviously and, and, they're and not the, having to the, follow the twenty five percent rule. Hold on, and I think they are following twenty five percent rule. Hence, Romulan whiskey and not ale. Oh, yeah, that yeah. bugged the shit out of me. By the way, yeah. So it's that. So I think it is. I think I think it's better. And the other uh, other thing about it, which is definitely got over Discovery and Picard, it's half the length in time. <laughs> <laughs> you can get through 20, 20 minutes of that. I could, I could do twenty minutes of that easy, and then after that, maybe or maybe not. Um, I think because it so looks yeah. like cartoons that you you, you watch, and and, it, and so it, it, you might you, you might enjoy it more. They're desperately trying to be Rick and Morty. Yes. Um, they're desperately trying to be Rick and Morty. They're not even close, and and they don't. They haven't got the balls to do Final Space. No. Yeah, because Final Space is, is is funny and just ridiculous, and it borrows a lot from other TV shows, but it does it in such a way that you enjoy the fuck out of it. Oh, Final Space. And it's got David Tennant awesome. voicing the bad guy. Yeah, Final Space yeah. is great, but this. <sighs> I don't know, Gareth. I, I, I kept seeing the, the... It was still political. It still felt like Kurtzman Trek. Yes, the, it just the, looked better. Aesthetically, it looked better. But it was not funny. The politics weren't as heavy. Not yet. They weren't as heavy. They weren't as heavy. The character is shown to be annoying. She needs to also be shown to be wrong a couple of times to make it interesting. She needs to fuck up because people like those sort of characters. They, if they'd have done it right, it would have been Star Trek's version of Rumor and Lister. Yeah, no, true. That's what it should have been. If they'd have we, thought it through, they could have gone back and watched Red Dwarf and gone, right, ah, this is what we're going to do. The, the thing they could was, have killed the crew off. True. That would have been brilliant. They could have dropped to deep space, killed the crew off, sorry, not okay. killed the crew off, yeah, and then they'd have to get back, and it's the two of them. That would have but, worked better. I, I, not to finish on the negative, I, I do think the intro is pretty good. It's certainly more Trek than anything else they've done. I will give you that the intro is, is Trek and kind of a good, clever parody, but it's about the only thing that I will say positive. The thing is, we've seen the Orville, and the Orville is a fucking fantastic parody of Trek. It's not even a parody anymore. It's Trek. Um, but um, 
I love the Orville. I mean, I am a huge Orville fan, and 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 more so because of season two. Season two was so damn good, um, and you know those two parter episodes that we got, and that final final episode, which was brave, which was brave actually, what they did with that, and um, I loved it. Um, and I'm sorry, but you've got a parody that's turned into something that I that I love more than just because. Uh, more than I would love a parody of of something that I love, um, and this just didn't do it for me. But I will say, but the member berries do get me. But the member berries got me at the beginning of Picard when you saw that beautiful shot of the Enterprise D in the Nebula. I'm not. I'm, I, I loved that. I loved that. I loved seeing. I got the feels every time Data came on screen. But then it's just all the other crap that's just. It's, it's 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 always in your face. It's always there. It's always reminding you this is not Star Trek. This is not Star Trek. If you're a Trekkie, it 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 is the the problem is this is Star Trek made for people who don't like Star Trek by people who don't understand Star Trek, and therefore mm. they 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 love it. And and we throw in the member berries to get the fans in. You know this is what we do. But you're getting the people on the sidelines. You're not getting the real fans in because the real fans have woken up to this member berries thing. We had it with fucking so many other things now that you 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 as always Kurtzman has borrowed ideas from everybody else and he's the last one to the party and therefore he is um he he's just doing something everybody else has done so we've woken up to this. But as I said, the opening credits are quite quite good that that's the only thing that made me laugh actually mm. that's the only thing that made me laugh but i kind of understand now having had the conversation with you why you you like it more than i do because you like oh, no 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 i don't like it more than you do i like oh, it more than all the other star trek shit that's happened you, you i like found it, it tolerable i watched it and i was like oh my god that's almost that almost feels like star trek yeah I wouldn't go that far. It's like but... it's like having right. Imagine that you had a really good meal in the nineties. Yeah, you had like the best steak and all the good things. I don't always compare TV shows to food, um, but you have like the best steak and works and, like, for me, mate. Chips and vegetables and everything. Yeah, and and you had like bread rolls and soup and everything. Yeah, if 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 recreating Star Trek would be to recreate that steak dinner, yeah, and the films would be dessert. This. This would be a generic can of tomato soup as your starter with the same bread roll that you had <laughs> back in the 90s. Because yeah, it it, it's like, I like the, the, the soups, all right. You know, I'm not really a big fan of tomato soup, but, you know, the bread roll, crikey. You know, it gives you the kind of that, that thin veneer of, of, of something. Anyway, let's move on to our, our... Let's close this out with our What the Fuck story. You need sound for this. Yes, I've put sound on. I read that I can I can see the chat. Someone pays attention. The problem is that uh, it's my streaming. So, why do we always get the sex stories? <laughs> Mum appalled by troll dolls... Uh, troll dolls' daughter... By a troll doll daughter was given that makes disturbing noises. <laughs> Troll doll made by Hasbro has sparked outrage online after a parent shared her shock at discovering the toy had a very inappropriate feature. I'm already laughing at this because it's made me pretty. <laughs> so, so the first thing's first. It's got a button on its ass before we even get anywhere. All right, let's just play the video. Hopefully the audio works. So you can we go. watch this 10 second clip after this, this 50 minute video ad. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. I hope not. Come on. Oh, my God. 
It took Keith, this is a terrible choice. You're going to really hate the fact that you pick this when you have to put the bloody, um, uh, what do you call it, the thing together. But down here is a button right here on her privates. And if you push those, she makes these sounds. Like a gasping sound. And I know some of you may not like think this is a big deal, but especially since I've had kids, like this is wrong. For one, this button, it says nothing about this button on the box. Nothing. It's just, it's just there. And it makes sex noises. Uh, a gasping sound when you touch her privates. And to me, it's just like sexual sounds. And it's so disturbing. She's not wrong. No, she's not wrong. Um, <laughs> How does that get out of the factory? How does that get out of the factory? The, it's it's the, designers that's, the designers that are the, the fault for that. Where do we put um, the button, guys? Well, we've got nowhere right, around uh, yeah. here. So, how about a bit lower? Well, but they're, usually, they're usually on the back. On the back, aren't they? On the kids. I, I, I haven't played kids with kids' toys for a good couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I would, put these I, things I on would the back. say if that button was on the back, there wouldn't be an issue with those noises. But the fact you've got to lift the skirt up, spread noises, the yeah. legs, poke the genitalia area, and then those noises come out. She might have an idea there that it, it's a bit wrong. Well done, Hasbro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well done, Hasbro. Round of applause. <laughs> oh, that is bad. Yeah. That is bad. We always yeah. find these stories. What was it? Yeah. Dog well, finds dildo in park. <laughs> woman mistakes bottle stopper. Oh, it's not a bottle stopper. It's a glass. We always need to find those, those kind of weird, slightly sexual stories. <laughs> Anyway, I think on that note, um, we need to say goodbye. Um, thanks for watching us. Um, we're now available on Twitch as well as uh, Facebook and YouTube. So feel free to drop by and, and watch us on Twitch. Guys, is there anything you want to say before we go? Peace out. <laughs> That's it. Laters. No, okay. you have to say something. Goodbye. <laughs> There's a, yeah, that's the point. There's, there's a verbal audio <laughs> podcast as well. Second time. Say bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, you lovely people. For downloading the Monkey Nut Punch podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at Monkey Nut Punch. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash Monkey Nut Punch. <laughs>